Portugal, Eusébio morreu. O Pantera Negra ia fazer 72 anos no dia 25 deste mês. É considerado um dos melhores futebolistas de todos os tempos. Eusébio marcou 733 golos em 745 jogos oficiais. Era conhecido pela velocidade, pela técnica e pelo poderoso remate. Tornou-se o embaixador do futebol português e é o grande símbolo do Benfica. Jogou 15 dos 22 anos da carreira, precisamente, no Clube da Águia. Nos últimos anos...
miles de aficionados homenajean al mítico jugador Eusebio en el Estadio de la Luz de Lisboa. Conocido como la Pantera Negra, falleció por un paro cardíaco a los 71 años. Este lunes por la tarde se celebra su funeral en la iglesia del seminario, cerca del Estadio de la Luz. Será enterrado en el cementerio de Lumiar, al norte de la capital portuguesa. En una sala dedicada a su figura en el nuevo Museo del Benfica, su recuerdo sigue más vivo que nunca. Eusebio siempre será Eusebio, él es eterno y siempre será parte de la historia. Para mí es el mejor jugador que ya pasó. Para mí es el mejor jugador de fútbol que jamás haya jugado en Portugal. Y que fue un privilegio. What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to episode 45 of Mr. Benfica. I am your host, of course, the Mr. Mike Agustinu. And in this episode 45, it's going to be a special edition. And it's going to be an old-school Benfica watch-along. This is number two for old-school Benfica watch-alongs. Part two, if you will. Episode two. We'll, we won't call it that because it's, it's episode 45. But it is a second in the series of old school Benfica watch alongs today's watch along we're going back in time and we're going to watch Benfica Porto from January the 12th 2014 six years ago today uh it was the Stadio de Luz and it was 11 Ozebius. That's right, Benfica rolling out 11 Ozebius on that afternoon absolutely uh memorable memorable match that I know I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Uh, the day that every Benfica player wore Ozebu on the back of his jersey. And <laughs> Porto was just the wrong team at the wrong time. Uh, they were caught there on the wrong day because there was nobody on earth that was going to beat Benfica on this day. Of course, this was the first match after the death of the great Ozebu, the Silva Ferreira, Benfica's greatest player of all time. He had passed away just a week earlier on the 5th of January, 2014. He had passed away from cardiac arrest. And a very emotional game, not just for the the fans of Benfica, not just for the f boardroom, for those that knew Ozebu, but for the players too. These players were very much emotionally invested in this game. Ozebu was around the team all the time, so these players all had a a one-on-one -on -one relationship with him and a friendship and you could just see it in this squad how determined they were on this day I'm looking forward to reacting to it with you guys we're gonna watch it from start to finish uh, the the links the links to the YouTube videos are in the show notes the first half is in its own video the second half is another video I got both links there in the show notes also we are gonna hit on. Uh, we're gonna hit on the pregames, the pregame festivities of the match. We're gonna talk about that. It's just such an environment around this this match, and it, it, I'm gonna just give you a little a little bit of a background as to what was going on for me on this day. I remember this day like it was yesterday, and like so many other great matches in my life, I did not watch this match live. It was impossible because I remember on this Sunday, I was at Gillette Stadium 
as um, I was part of the Rail Boston Rams coaching staff, and we were holding our open tryouts that Sunday. We had players coming from all over the United States, Canada. We had one from Australia. We had a player or two coming in from Europe as well, um, going on trial, trying to get a spot in our in our team. We were at the indoor fa- training facility there at Gillette Stadium courtesy of the New England Revolution that allowed us to use it on that day. And we had some 60 or 70 players come in and and showcase their abilities for us. So I remember I was evaluating players with one eye on my cell phone as I was trying to follow this match um, on my phone and uh, getting alerts. So I do remember this match very, very, very vividly. I watched it after the fact, but... I know that when this match was being played live, I was I was uh, I was on a training ground, you know, uh, evaluating players who were trying to players who were trying to reach their dream, trying to play professional football, and they were coming in from all over the place. And I remember just uh, I remember really being a lot more a lot more focused on, or I should say, I remember being a lot more concerned with what was going on at Stadio de Luge than I was concerned with what was going on at Gillette Stadium that day. But uh, I regress. Um, it, we, the day went on, and I remember we had lunch after, after the training, after the tryouts, and I remember the head coach was a big Benfica. Shout-out to Jimmy Costa down there. Uh, I believe if you're still living in Avon, Massachusetts, not sure, um, but... Uh, he was a huge Benfi is a huge Benfiquista. Um, I believe he's listened to the show before. Uh, shout out to Jimmy Costa. We were evaluating players that day. We were out having lunch, but him and I were were on cloud nine as we knew Benfica had won this match. And of course, this is the first title in the Tetra. All right, this is the first of four. And of course, this was pro- one of the more dominating ones of the four if not the more most dominating one with Benfica later clinching the title on Easter Sunday over Olianense at the Stade de Luz with a couple of matches to play. All the other titles, I feel like we always win on the last day. So this was a, a special season. Of course, Benfica would also find their way to the Europa League final um, this season under the guidance of Georges Jesus. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna take it from here, obviously, and we're gonna watch the match. I'm gonna take a quick little break and and cue up the video, and then we're gonna press play and we're gonna watch the match. All right, there will be one short little ad here, and then another one at halftime. Um, other than that, we're just gonna go straight through, and we're gonna listen uh, to we're gonna watch the match. Excuse me, there won't be any any reconquista in this episode. Okay, I, I don't think that it's appropriate, um, given that this is the the eleven Ozebu episode, and Basically, I play that in every other episode, so we'll do without it this one. And then um, when we get back on the other side of this ad, we will get right into the start of the broadcast, courtesy of YouTube, of course. And we'll press play, and you'll get to hear me react to everything we see on the screen. This is Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike Agustinho. You can follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mister, on Instagram at Mr. Benfica, and on Facebook by simply searching the two words Mr. Benfica. Don't move a muscle. We will be right right back with this one it's Benfica Porto 2014 January the 12th six years ago today 
And that was how this match sounded on Radio Antena U in Portugal back in 2014. Goals from Rodrigo and from Ezekiel Garay. And um, I put that in there because you heard him say, you know, both of those. Ungolo Zebu and then Rodrigo. Um, we'll see it when we watch the match. But Rodrigo, after scoring the goal, takes his two thumbs and points them to the back of his shirt where the name Ozebu is written. Poignant, poignant moment. And um, I just wanted to play that little bit of audio so you can remember what it sounded like. As now we get ready to sit down and watch it. All right, so let's queue up our YouTube and let's go right to the link of the first half. So let's go to YouTube and let's press play in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. And we see the open there, the BTV open. Um, you see the graphics there, Benfica, Porto, o Clásico. And we get some images there of the fans outside the stadium, as you can see there. The little shrine made to Ozebu. You see the f the flowers, the red roses for Ozebu. And as the masses file in in the time lapse, you see the Ozebu Sempre scarves and a sign for Oblak. There's Jan Oblak. Wow. To think of the talent that has come through this Benfica club in the last 10 years. Some of the best players in the world today funneled through our club. And uh, I think we're going to take a really fun trip down memory lane in this one when we take a look at some of the quality that was in this Benfica squad. There's Cordozo as a guest. Big Benfica flag. Gorgeous. There's Agia Vitoria, the eagle, flying. As she is uh, taking her pregame flight. And there's Elder Kudutu coming in to your earpieces now. And... Uh, we see the graphic on the screen. Benfica, Porto, Stadio de Luz, 15th round. Casa do Benfica, Aroca, they're being represented by that fan. We see the head-to-head, 14-14, -to -14, 10 victories for Benfica. They didn't leave that graphic up very long for me to read it all, but move ahead. There's the Eagle. There is Vitoria. Stadium jam-packed, as you would expect. And just there's some video on the screen of the great Ozebu. Everybody watching. There's Montorres. João Pinto meets uh, Luis Felipe Vieira. Mario Wilson there also. R.I.P. to Mario Wilson, who has since left us as well. And Ozebu Semper right there. The entire stadium is decked out for Ozebu in this one. As we remember the greatest Benfica player of all time. As you see the tribuna there with Luis Felipe Vieira and his guests. The guests of the president. Papa do Benfica right there. O Bispo do Benfica I should say. There's David Luiz making the trip back to Portugal to come watch this match. David Luiz is one of the greats in Benfica history also as a center back, isn't he? As we see now, 
The fans are going to do the Tifo. One Porto fan there in the middle of the crowd, but he is going along. A little bit of fair play there for him. As you can quickly see, the stadium turns black as they raise up the black cards in memory of Ozebu as we take a minute to mourn the death of the legend. I'm going to just be quiet here once this minute of silence um, once this minute of silence begins. Um, if you would like to go ahead and hit the 15 second skip button a couple times if you if you want to skip the silence once it begins. All right, so once the minute of silence starts, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to that out of respect for Ozebu. Wow. Never saw the stadium look black before, but all the black cards are raised. It's black tifo. Zebu the Silva Freda being honored here. As Benfica mourns, and it looks like we're going to do it right now. All right, I am going to shut up, and if you want to, go ahead and and skip ahead a minute if you want to pick this up. So Benfica Mohed Benfica, you see the banner there. And the Benfica the Ozebu Sempre Tifo unveiled. There is Porto coming out to the tunnel. I guess my moment of silence is gonna end here because there's some stuff to talk about. And Elder Kondut is gonna talk right through it. But you see Elton there talking to the referees. As we see another Tifo of Ozebu. And um, you see the logo there superimposed there on the pitch. And the music's playing. And we're hearing Shuts in Punta Pesh. Shuts in Punta Pesh. Minha Linda Casinha. Good song. Mm-hmm. Meu Deus, como é bom morar neste primeiro andar. Is this really a... Uh... Oh, you see the Beta Mar jersey there. Ozebu, of course, played a season at Beta Mar. Is this, you know, appropriate music for the situation? But it looks like the moment of silence is going to come a little later. But um, when the teams are on the pitch. But we're going to hear Shuts and Punta Pesh a little longer. I keep saying it like that, like it's English. Shuts e Punta Pesh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm throwing the English and in there. And now the TFO's flipped over and you see the red. And we're going to have the anthem play. Mm-hmm. 
as the teams come out. There's the president. And Sirvenfikish is going to ring out now. You see the Porto fans up there in the Topo North. Nuno Gomes and João Vieira Pinto. How special is that, though? João Vieira Pinto, a guest of the president. Uh, most of you know that it ended very badly for João Vieira Pinto at Benfica. As you look there and see David Luiz holding up his card. And here come the teams. Lucho Gonzalez is the captain for Porto. Benfica's captain in this one. I'm waiting to see who's in the front. Should have been Luizão, I'm sure, at this point. Rival. Neste Portugal. Look at Eusebio there. Wow. And there you see the Porto team lined up. The referees. And Luizão is, in fact, the captain. You see Oblak. And the camera cuts away to show the fans. And there's Montorres along with, I think, Paulo Modeira. As you see the Argentinian players with the customary kiss on the cheek as they compliment each other. Or greet each other, I should say. And we see some more of the TIFO. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful scene at, at the Stadio de Luz that day. And Umberto Coelho is there to the left of the president. And another another show with Ozebu holding the two European Cups, one in each arm. Ozebu, of course, only won one of those European Cups. The first European Cup he was he was he debuted uh while the team was there. Benfica actually had to play two matches. They had the European final on a Wednesday and the very next day they had to play Vitoria Stubal. I believe it was the semifinal of the Portuguese Cup on Thursday. So Benfica had to leave an entire team behind to play the second uh to play the semifinal against Stubal. And of course uh in that second eleven was the debut of Ozebu. As Elders reading off the starters for Porto. Here they are on the screen. Elton, Danilo, Otamendi, Mangala, Alexandru, Fernando, Eduardo, Lucho Gonzalez, Varela, Lika, and Jackson Martinez. They got some talent in that squad as well. No question. Seeing some of those players there as... Uh, as we got Alexandru now a left back at Juventus, one of the world class left backs in the world. And I think we're gonna see Fernando Santos here at some point soon. There's Nemanja Matic in in Benfica colors. Of course, he would join Chelsea or rejoin Chelsea at the end of the of this season. And here comes the minute of silence. So since I already observed it, what I'm going to do is I am going to just um, pause it, pause the recording here, and I will pick it up in about a minute, okay? So go ahead and fast forward your your feed about a minute, and then we'll catch up um, on the other end. All right, so I have paused my 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 video here so if you will cue your video up to 11 minutes and 15 seconds all right and press play in three two one
Arthur Suarez Diaz, the referee. There's Jorge Jesus. And you hear the crowd come alive. Just got to listen to it sometimes. I don't really want to talk over it, but this is... There's Paul Fonseca, the the Porto coach at the time. Now one of the hottest coaching commodities out there. Current manager of Roma. And he's had some success since leaving Porto. Didn't have much success at Porto, though. And you can hear the glorioso SLB right now if you're watching. At this time, he was 34 years old, Swarzdiesz. And Elder just said there is a full 65,000 in the stadium. And we kick off with Porto. Let's see what we have here. A long ball. Porto likes those. And Matic there plays it to, I think that's Gaetan. Of course, it's a little bit blurry, so the <laughs> telling you which player is on the ball might not always be the the easiest job here tonight. But interesting seeing it's weird seeing the Benfica TV logo on the top left or top right, I should say, as opposed to the Bit TV that we used to now. And there's a through ball, but Elton is off his line and clears it. But Benfica looks good there, as you see, Markovic. Man, really sad what happened to, to to him over the course of the past several years. Really thought he was going to grow into a great player. Left Benfica too early, plain and simple. Wasn't ready for Liverpool. And whenever you're getting loaned to Sporting, that's never a good thing. Just ask uh, Fabio Contreau. <laughs> Just ask Nani how many times did he have to be loaned back to Sporting. Garay with a nice tackle there. And we see Maxi Pereira in red. Uh, you know, actually, Maxi is the one with the tackle, and uh, I don't like seeing him in red anymore. I just don't like this, the fact that he was here. Um, not because he's playing for the other side now, the side we're playing in this match, but because of things he said and the way he's carried himself since going over to that side. As we look there and see Nemanja Matic getting in a tussle with the Porto player there. And Matic has got it. He loses it, though. Lika plays in it. A nice play by Garay, but comes out. And the half volley by Lucho Gonzalez right to Yano Block. Can you believe we've had this guy? We've had Yano Block and Ederson as our goalies this past decade. Unbelievable. As Lucho does not get all of that, fortunately. We never saw Benfica's lineup there in the, the pregame, but I can tell from looking at it that we got Oblak, Maxi, Garay, and I would say that the other center back has to be has to be Luizão, of course. That is Cicada. He's the he is the left back. We got Matic in midfield. Who else is in the midfield there with him? I let's take a look. Nice long throw in there. And Otamendi, current Man City center mid, center back, excuse me, playing for Porto. The ball's cleared long to a block. So in the midfield, we've got we've got. In addition to the Machu, I already I already uh, stated we got. I believe Enzo Perez is in there. 
And, oh, there's a nasty foul. Is that his Enzo right there? Current River Plate player. As he's cut down by Fernando. Not even an attempt at the ball. Dirty play as usual from those in blue and white prison stripes. They love to play that way. That is their game. Good eye now with the ball. And it's into the attack for Gaetan. Gaetan crosses with Mangalais there to put it in the stands. There's Lima up front with Rodrigo, which leaves only a right-sided midfielder for me to figure out who it is. And it's obviously not Peasy. He was on loan at this season. Uh, he was on loan to, I want to say, Deportivo La Coruña. And we have a throw in here. It's going to be Benfica's throw. Skata is going to take it again. And it's it's going to be... Varela's got it, but he's got three Benfica guys around him. And they do well to close him down, but the deflection is fortunate as it goes to Fernando who sends it. Oh, that was Danilo, excuse me. Brazilian Danilo, not Danilo Pereira, who they have now. The long ball is cleared away by Ozebu, and we see Jackson Martinez throwing it in. Alexandro to Mangala. Mangala to Otamendi, and here's another long ball, but this one's intercepted by Matic. He's running the other way. And he's going to play it to Gaetan. Gaetan with the left foot to, to Matic. Matic beats one. He can't get the cross off, but it's going to be a corner. And Danilo doesn't believe it's a corner, but he goes right by Lucho Gonzalez, as you see there, and tries to get across. Good play by, by Danilo, though, who would later go on, of course, to represent Real Madrid, Enzo Perez to take the corner kick down the left side. In swinger. And Elton gets a hand to it. And we got another corner for Benfica on the other side as Rodrigo sees it out. Nico Gaetan is going to take the in swinger with his left foot. Still trying to figure out who the right-sided midfielder is here. Uh, should be able to see it soon. I could have looked it up before the match, but I wanted to know as little as possible. I want to be surprised when I see when I see things in front of my eyes. Of course, foul called against Benfica. It's Kato. Oh, and he's he's getting called back by Suarez. I don't. Uh, I guess there's a little foul there. Little kung fu fighting right on the inside of the leg there. Oh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy, huh, Danilo? Elton's going to take the restart. Oh, that's Carlos Eduardo. That is not <laughs> Danilo. I don't even remember that guy. I'm not sure who he is, the Carlos Eduardo. Oh, Markovic is the other, the other midfielder. So I've got all 11 now for Benfica. As Varela's going to try to win a corner or a foul or anything, but it's a goal kick. So, Benfica now, it's Oblak in goal. The right back is Maxi. 
The center backs are Geray and, and Luizão, and the left back is Skeda. Midfield, Matic and Enzo in the middle. Markovic on the right, and the left is Nico Gaetan, and of course Rodrigo and Lima, the forwards. Rodrigo also, great player, went on to become a Spanish international. Uh, he's now at Valencia. Very, very good player. I believe he's still at Valencia. There's Lika currently playing in uh, playing in the Portuguese league still. I believe he is on Bolinish Sad, if I'm not mistaken, on Code City. I guess Porto had high hopes for him. Enzo. There's Enzo with the ball. Plays in, into space, but Markovic is not going to get there. Instead, it's Mangola to Alexandru. Uh, we're going to get another foul against Benfica. And Varela's on the ground again for the fourth time in the first eight minutes. Not bad. As, first six minutes, excuse me. Foul on Maxi. Here's Otamendi. Otamendi to Danilo. Danilo looking. He goes to Lika. Back to Danilo. Tries to play it into the box. And Garay is just going to put it out of bounds for a throw in. So pretty even start. Both teams trying to get something going here. A little bit of nerve. Something that's very very common in these Klasikush. Crowd is starting to slow down a little bit as well. Oh, a cross there that was dangerous. Goes across the face of the goal. Nobody gets on the end of it. And now Moxie is able to clear it out. And Otamendi's got the ball again on his feet. Otamendi's going to play a long one. Porto loves those long balls. This one goes out of bounds to Lika. Long-haired Lika not able to get to it. Lika had the cross there, that dangerous cross we talked about a minute ago. No, it was Eduardo again. It was Carlos Eduardo. Jackson Martinez misses it by just a matter of inches. Yeah, Cicada's ready to throw the ball in. George Jesus looking on. Cicada looks for Lima there, for Rodrigo, excuse me. Elton. Oh, horrible kick from Elton, but Benfica can't control it. Played into space. Enzo tried to play, tried to play Markovic into into space, but commentator saying that the the pitch kind of let Elton down. Looks like he kicked the ground a little bit. Here's Benfica now with some build up. Gaetan with the long ball. He's looking for Rodrigo, but Elton is out off his line. I always felt like whenever Elton was in the match, Benfica had a chance. <laughs> That's what I always thought about this this goalkeeper. Whenever Elton was on the field against Benfica, they didn't always Benfica didn't always win, but Benfica always had a chance if Elton was the goalkeeper we were facing. Mangalat's trying to restart it now at the back of the middle third. Plays it right to to Fernando, Fernando, to Lika. It's back on Otamendi, Otamendi to Mangala. And we have a foul on Luizão against Jackson Martinez, who checked all the way back to midfield to try to get that ball. Luizão on his back. 
foul on Ujiraf. Here's Daniel down the right looking for a cross. Garay breaks it up and then it's cleared by Cicada. And we got some more. Porto attacking some more. Now Benfica trying to get out. Body check by the Porto back. Who was that? Enzo Perez. And, and that is Otamendi with one of what he's good at. One of the few things he's good at. Just bodying people and knocking them off the ball and taking them down. Elder tells us that Enzo Perez is the player that suffers the most fouls in the Portuguese league at this time in this in this season. We got some tussling in midfield. Markovic. Markovic into space. He's doing well. Markovic plays it. There's Rodrigo, and it's 1 0. Goal! Rodrigo! Now that is a goal and a half. That's a goal as I remember it. The last time we did a watch along, I didn't get to do that. So, uh, <laughs> oh, there's Elder Kondutsu's catchphrase. Eu estou and I hope I did not. <laughs> I hope I didn't puncture your eardrum with that goal call. I see that that uh, audio redlined it. I'm looking on my computer screen and <laughs> I redlined it there. Hopefully that doesn't pop anybody's eardrum. Elton. Really needs to do better on that. That's a nice goal, but Elton helps it in. Brilliant play by, by Markovic there to take it on his left foot into space, play an exquisite through ball onto Rodrigo's run, and from a tight angle, Rodrigo goes short post. Elton, like I said, whenever he's in goal, if he could have a chance, Elton can't do anything about it. Yeah, that, that shot had a lot of pace on it. 13 minutes in, it's 1-0 to Benfica. And the stadium has come alive. Wow, how much younger George Zouge looked there. His hair is almost brown. There's much less gray hair. <laughs> he must have just had it dyed that week. Here's Enzo. Enzo. Markovic. Markovic trying to turn. He kicks. No, does he lose it there? No, he kicks it off. Oh, Varela. And it's thrown in by Moxie. Moxie flicked on, but it ends up on Mangala, who passes it back to Elton. Elton looking around. Doesn't see many options. And we hear la 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 Benfica. O amor da minha vida. It's a great song, by the way. That chant comes from the Great Carlos do Carmo song, Lisboa Menini Moça. If you haven't heard it, man, if you like Fado, there's that's a classic. Go, go, do yourself a favor, go to YouTube, press pause right now if you want, and go check that song out. Um, of course, made into a chant by the Benfica fans. Here's here's Giraffe Luizão with it, plays it to Matic, who tries to play a nice. A nice little heel flick into Moxie. Alexandru with the throw-in for, for Porto. Towards Varela. Flicked on. 
Matic plays it all the way back to Oblak. And we're told Oblak's yet to surrender a goal on Benfica's first team. Remember, he came up on this season. He had been called up from the B team. Oblak had, and this was the last we would have of him. He would be sold at the end of the season to Atletico Madrid, where he is—he now is—and he was captain in the in the Spanish Super Cup final today against Real Madrid. Atleti was uh, unfortunate to lose in penalty kicks, but uh, they played really well. Just couldn't find a goal. Here is here's is Gaetan. The ball is being tussled around. We get a whistle from Suarez. And it's an offside to Benfica. Porto's ball. Or is it a foul? It looks like a foul on Lima. Here's Varela. Uh, Alexandro, excuse me, to Varela. Varela with the cross. Jackson gets a touch, but it is cleared away. And here's Benfica on the counter again. Is it Markovic again? Here he goes. Markovic beats all to Mendy, and now he's cleaned out by, by Mangala. Referee says it's clean. No, or is the flag up? Here's the replay. Mangala completely clears him out. No regard for human life. Yeah, he gets the ball a little bit, but he completely cleans out Markovic. Some classic Porto defending right there. The kind of defending we've seen from them for the last 35 years. Throw in for Maxi. No foul. Let's see what Mac Moxie's one of them now, and he's uh that's how he tackles. Here's the throw. Back to Moxie from Markovic. Moxie crosses. Poor cross. Go uh, Lima now. Lima all the way on the far sideline, and the referee says it went out of bounds or something. It's gonna be a throw in. Or a goal kick, I mean. How could Lima have been offside? According to the refer according to Elder Condut, Lima was whistled for offside. How could he be offside? That cross came from the touchline. From the inline, I mean. Impossible that it's offside. It must have it left the field. It went out and came back in. Mefico with a lot of a lot of success exploiting the flanks in this one. Amazing to watch him just make such easy work right now of these two left backs, Alexandro and Danilo. And it's Mefica again. Matic. Enzo. Here's Enzo. It's Gaetan, excuse me. Gaetan. He can't flick it through to Lima, but now the ball is going to go out for a goal kick. I do apologize here on some of this commentary. Very hard on this feed to tell who's who. There's a little bit of blurry. This is definitely not in HD. And it's hard to tell sometimes the difference between the numbers because of the lower definition. But that is Lima right there. And now Porto on the attack. And that's Carlos Eduardo taken down. And, of course, the referee's going to give the foul against Nico Gaetan right there. Still holding out hope, everybody, that this Nico Gaetan's going to be signed to Benfica by the end of this transfer window here in 2020. 
If you're listening to this episode, because this is timeless, if you're listening to this and say 2030, 2040, um, let me just make go on the record right now saying I hope Benfica do get Nico Gaetan in this transfer window, January 2020. Um, if not, this was the transfer window of Ulian Weigel, and uh, he looked pretty good in that uh, in his debut. There's the free kick from Alexandro. Nice play by O'Block. O'Block with the left hand parries it away. And now Benfica are on another counter. A tackle from behind. Another tackle. Man. There should be like two yellow cards on that play. First it was Jackson. Jackson actually on the second one. I think Mangala was guilty of the first one. Let's see. The first one was Varela. Varela slides from behind to take down Lima. And then on the second one. The next one was Jackson. But Rogério <laughs> Matias says there that Artur Suarez should have shown two yellow cards on that play. Instead, he showed none. Exactly what we're used to when we play these guys. Uh, the referees might as well wear blue when we play against Porto. There's Rodrigo. Rodrigo Moreno. Remember, Benfica had picked him up, I think, on a free from from Real Madrid, only to sell him at the end of this season as well. But, 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 um, in selling Rodrigo, whether it was this season or the one after, I don't remember, but in selling Rodrigo to Valencia, we did get a, one Jonas Oliveira. Jonas Gonçalves Oliveira, or Jonas Oliveira Gonçalves, I should say. We did get that. So, you know, this is really the beginning of, of an era. This is really the beginning of Benfica taking over in the Portuguese league as we see Gray there clearing the ball away. There's Jorge Jesus. Otamendi plays it to Mangala. Mangala looking up. He uses Fernando back to Mangala. Back to Otamendi on the right. Otamendi forces a horrible pass right at Matic. And there's Rodrigo. Matic. Good play from Matic. Then tries to play it into space. But nobody was reading that and nobody was running with him. Paulo Fonseca off the bench giving instructions to his team. You know, a few seasons later, a lot of us would, were hoping to see that St. Paul Fonseca uh, become our coach. And obviously, those of you that listen to Benfica podcasts, especially back at this time, um, or I should say a few years after this time, will remember that Steve Steve Santos up there in Canada, big supporter of Paul Fonseca. And when, when Rui Vitorio was finally sacked, you know, about a year ago this week, uh, there was hope from some that Paul Fonseca was going to be the replacement, and I would have been fine with that. I like I like Paul Fonseca's management. Uh, he's done a good job. He's doing a good job with Roma, but I'm glad we got Bruno Lage. Let me tell you, I'm glad we got Bruno Lage. Everything has worked out. Bruno Lage now the fastest manager to get to 30 to get to 100 points. Excuse me, to get to 100 points. He did it in just 35 matches. That happened earlier this past weekend. Here comes Porto. Lucho plays a chip over the top. Oblox there to see it out for a goal kick. 
as the cl- the crowd applauds Benfica for some good defensive play there. We see a replay of the goal. Great play by Markovic and a nice shot from Rodrigo, but poor goalkeeping from Melton. Can't can't uh, can't let him off the hook for that at all. Here we go. We got a throw in here for Porto. Otamendi again to Mangala. A lot of passes between Otamendi and Mangala in this first half. A lot of square. They're not really Porto unable to really get anything going. Then you see the long, the long ball. Once they can't find anything else. However, Varela's on the end of it. Varela is going to play it over the top. Nice defensive play there by Skeda, heading it back to Oblak. No block is going to slow it down. No hurry for Benfica at this point. Nice drop kick from Oblak. Right to Lima, but the referee's blown his whistle. Perhaps an offside. It looks like it. Looks like they called an offside. Offside against Benfica there. And here comes Porto again. Lucho. Another long ball. And again, dealt with this time by Maxi Preda. Good job. Although I don't want to compliment him. And Benfica's running at pace. Referee's going to give a foul finally. Or are we just going to play on? Mar- as Markovic is taken down by Zafernandu. And Otamendi with a dive. He's a horrible actor, too, by the way. He's not just a horrible center back, Otamendi. He's a horrible actor. <laughs> Ask Man City how he is as a defender. They're doing real well this year, you know. Uh, he, he He's had a lot to show for himself this season, Otamendi has. Man City hasn't had to defend in three seasons, and this year they needed some defending, and I think Otamendi's been ex- exposed but if you need someone to to injure players and to and to foul, you know, Altamendi's your guy, along with just about anybody else in blue and white stripes. In this video, Oblox comes out and has it. All right, maybe I'm going a little heavy on the anti Porto here, but uh, it's one thirty in the morning and I'm having a blast right now, so gonna enjoy this 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 match. This match is one for the history books. It's one for the ages. And Benfica are going to have a throw here. Maxi Parade again. He's looking for someone to throw it to. As the rain is, is falling here at the Stadio de Luz. Here's Danilo. He gives it to Fernando. Lucho, Fernando, Mangala, Otamendi, some good triangulation there by Porto, but Benfica's got it, can they get the counter going? Not quite, but it will be a Benfica throw here, 
As the fans are trying to get behind Befica here, trying to get him back back up on this match. They've uh, ceded a little bit of control to Porto since scoring the goal. We're at the 27th minute, as you see there. Skato with the throw-in. It's out for a throw-in again. It's going to be Benfica's ball once again as we see, see Luis Felipe Vieira there in the tribuna. Tribuna Presidencial. Suarez Diaz blows another blows the whistle again for Porto. He's much much easier to blow the whistle when they go down. Here's Lika. He's switched over to the left now. Wow. Lika, one of two Portuguese players in this match. That was the word of of Elder Kundut there. Two Portuguese players in this eleven in the twenty-two for this match. So that means that the other one must be the other one must also be on Porto. I don't think Benfica have a single one in this one. As Danilo pokes it away for a throw in there for Benfica. As Gaetan tries to thread the needle. We got Skata to Lima. Matic is fouled. Yep. Varela would be the other Portuguese player. There he is. So there. So how things have changed in, in the in the Liga Nash. Benfica today with with more Portuguese players than Porto. Porto actually have the same amount of Portuguese players now as they had then. It's just Benfica now have plenty more. Lima with the left-footed effort goes wide. Not not too handsome of an effort, but uh, the original ball was sent in. It was headed back to him by Rodrigo. And Lima has his, has his go at it with his left foot, but he hooks it far too much. Almost goes out for a throw and it goes so wide. There's another win by Matic in the air there at midfield. And another foul to another free kick for Porto. This time Rodrigo whistled for the the foul. He's he, They're pulling each other, but the call goes against Benfica. As we come up to the 30-minute mark here. Varela. To Lucho, Lucho to Otamendi. Otamendi to Mangala. As you can hear the whistling as Porto continues to just rotate the ball around the back and then send a long ball once it gets wide. Oblak throws it to Cicada. Cicada's leveled. Looks and Lucho levels him and then goes down holding his own face. Bem feito, Lucho. Bem feito. My, as my avo used to say, bem feito. Lucho runs in recklessly. Looks like a uh, looks like he's in the NFL making an open field tackle there in American football. Lucho's arms go right to Skata's throat. As 
Skeda is down holding his throat. We see Fernando changing boots there. Another Man City guy these days. A lot of... Uh, there's definitely some pipelines here in this team. In these teams, I should say. There's a Benfica Atletico Madrid pipeline here, in a, as well as a Porto to Man City pipeline. Of course, Gaetan would leave Benfica to go to, to Atletico Madrid, as would Oblak. Skeda would return to would return to Atletico Madrid. Of course, it didn't end there. PZ would come to Benfica from Atletico Madrid, as would Salvio. He would come in the next season. And, of course, we know the most famous transfer to, uh, to Atletico Madrid of all would come all the way in the summer of 2019, of course, João Felix for a record $160 million. A Benfica record, at least, to Atletico Madrid. So, a lot of business being done. A pipeline between Benfica and Atletico Madrid. And, you know, Porto and Man City have a very similar one, at least at this time, and that we're watching here. They did. Thirty-two thirty on the clock, and Porto clears. But Benfica now starting to take control, both in possession and in territory. Luizão plays to Oblak. Oblak hits it first time long. And it goes right to Otamendi, who plays it into space for Lucho. Lima now gives it to Gaetan. Gaetan can't do the give and go. Porto are going to run off with it. Carlos Eduardo, he's going to go down. And, of course, the linesman... He's got his flag up for a foul in favor of the Tripeiros. This time, Matic is the guilty party. And it looks like the ball did, in fact, not go out. And then we got a very light foul. Carlos Eduardo hitting the deck as soon as he feels any type, any type of presence of another human being anywhere in the, his vicinity. Carlos Eduardo will hit this free kick. It's a cross into the box. Cleared away by Lima. Lika still has it. It's blocked. Befica with the chance to counter here. And that's a nice play by Enzo Perez to Maxi Pereira. Maxi's running at pace. Plays it in over the top. Oh, Gaetan almost gets to it, but Elton is out and sliding with his feet and gets to it first. A rare nice play from Elton. Gaetan nearly got there. Wow. Great, great, great uh, counterattack there for Befica. We see the replay. Remember, no VAR back in 2014. So it looks like it would have counted. Danilo is looking at Suarez. Unhappy. Ball must be belonging to Benfica. It's a free kick as Gaetan stands over it. And coming over 
to be around the ball as well is a right-footed option. As we see, Danilo jumps up and puts his hands all over, all over Rodrigo. As Gaetan is going to take this one, it's going to be a left-footing, left-footed outswinging cross, most likely. Nice ball from Gaetan, but we got a foul against Benfica. Is it Rodrigo? Looks like Rodrigo's the guilty party on this one. And like I said, I was at Gillette Stadium while this was going on, and some good players were, were trying to, to make our team that year. And I just remember, you know, number of Portuguese, Portuguese and Cape Verdean kids as well trying out. So there's a lot of discussion about this game both ways. Some Porto fans, some Benfica fans. Of course, more Benfica fans than Porto fans. It's just uh, any sample size is going to give you that. <laughs> and uh, is Lika again, Jackson, Jackson Martinez. And Benfica's got it. Matic, he's going to be fouled. Another foul. I I don't know exactly what Porto has to do to get a yellow card here. This is oh look, it's Carlos Eduardo again. Just sticks his foot out and steps on Matic's foot. No effort at all to get to the ball. Just just to make a foul. But, you know, Suarez Diaz is not going to show his yellow card. Not not to Porto at least at this point. And we see a replay here. Of the long diagonal that was sent on to Gaetan's run that he just couldn't get, almost got there. Ball came off of Elton's shin when he came out sliding. Here's Lima. Lima gives it to Gaetan. Gaetan and oh, Gaetan is rugby tackled there by Fernando. No foul, of course. Fernando comes in with no intent to play in the ball. Just comes in with his shoulder and barrels over Nico Gaetan and then helps him up. Goal to kick taken by Elton. And Porto again, but the ball will go out of bounds. George Jesus is, is looking on, asking the referee what he's doing, and you can see right there in the replay, Jackson Martinez's hand is all over Matic's back. Oh, there's the forearm to the back as well. A little shove. Then Jackson closes his eyes like a 10-year-old and heads the ball in the wrong direction. Well, Mangala's got the ball now. He lets it go to Elton. Elton looking for an option. Ah, kick it long. That's the Porto way right there. Varela. Varela beats beats Skeda, and of course we got a foul on Skeda. Another free kick for Porto. We've got a lot of these. More or less in the same spot every time, too. It looks like it's it's in Carlos Eduardo's spot as he's lining up to take it again. To the right of the goal, about 27, 28 yards out, as we see we see Ricardo Coresma on the bench there. Didn't realize he was in the team at this time. In the Porto team at this time. Eduardo with the free kick right to Oblak. Oblak collects it easily. 
Now he looks around. He's looking for an option. He goes short to Enzo. Enzo carries into space. Plays a through ball into space for Markovic. He can't get there. And Alexandro clears it away. Only as far as Luizon. Luizon to Maxi. Maxi plays it down the line. But it's going to go out. Throw in here for Porto. Alexandro again. Porto players also wearing black armbands in this match, as well as Benfica players. Nice little sign of, of fair play. A rare little sign of fair play from our, our rivals. Jota Marks must have not been the, the director of uh, communication at the time. He'd never allowed that. <laughs> that guy's a turd. And Markovic loses it, and it goes out of bounds. Here's Porto coming the other way now, Fernando. Nice little spin move by the Brazilian. Plays it all the way wide to Danilo, to his to his compatriot. Varela, Danilo, Fernando, Mangala, Alexandru. Alexandru running at Markovic. Cross from Alexandru. Jackson's got it. Still Jackson turns and crosses it. But it's cleared by Benfica. Only as far as Lucho plays it all the way back to Otamendi. Otamendi to Mangala. Mangala to... I couldn't tell who that player was. The camera angle is very far away. Um, here's Otamendi. Otamendi to Fernando. Fernando coming all the way back between the center backs. Mangala, he plays it too. Mangala to Alexandru. Alexandru goes for the give and go. Mangala, but he mishits it and it goes out of bounds for a Benfica throw. We're in the 41st minute now. Maxi is looking for a teammate. Man. Hard to believe the players in this match, to be honest with you. Some real world-class talent on both teams here. Of course, at that time, we wouldn't know just how big some of these guys would be, and we wouldn't know that Maxi, for example, would end up on on the other team in a couple of seasons. Porto with the possession edge, 52-48. to 48. Mangala once again. Once again to Alexandru. Trying to play in Lika, but Luizão is there. Reads it like an open book. Tries to clear for for Rodrigo, or Lima, I should say. Mangala gets there first and puts it out of bounds. Maxi Pereira is going to take the throw in. He throws it to Lima. And we play a little bit of volleyball back and forth, and Mangala puts it out of bounds. Benfica with the throw here. Maxi Pereira. In his seventh season with Benfica, to, to believe that what, what he would decide a few seasons later. Here's Markovic. And Markovic is nailed, and Suarez Diaz just turns around and says no. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, the refereeing in Portugal. When, when this blue and white team plays, the referees see nothing. They wear blue sunglasses. 
have Fernando and a play on called by Suarez. So he saw a foul against Benfica. Funny. He sees it very easily going that way. Danilo. His pass inward is blocked by Garay. Fernando plays it all the way back to Otamendi. Otamendi to Lucho. Lucho with the outside of his foot to Alexandru. Back to Otamendi. Otamendi to Fernando. Fernando goes up the middle. Luizão is there. And of course, Suarez is gonna make a foul. Is gonna call a foul. Jackson Martinez on the ground. There's a guy who would go to Atletico Madrid only to end up at Portimones. Jackson Martinez. And there's no foul there on Luizão. Come on. Suarez is standing right there. Here we have Markovic getting taken down by Otamendi. Otamendi completely takes this takes Markovic's space away, doesn't let him through. He comes in, put plants himself there, doesn't let him through when when Markovic has every right to run after that ball. But at the other end, we got a foul against Luizo. Great job by Artur Swarzlich. Something we've become accustomed to the past six years. Not much has changed. The ball goes wide to Alexandru rather than chipped into the box. Alexandru's going for a cross. Blocked by Markovic there. Nice play by by Mark by Lazar Markovic. Down the right. He slides and blocks the cross, but does concede a corner, however. Who do we have here taking the corner? It's hard to tell. They blend right in from this angle. It is Carlos Eduardo. And Matic is there to clear it away. He clears that in swinger away for a throw in. One minute of stoppage time, according to Suarez Diaz. As 45 minutes have gone as we're headed towards halftime here. Lika. Oh, wow. Lika plays a cross in. Jackson Martinez is right there, but. Can't get his foot on the ball. Gets his, what looks like his ankle bone instead as the ball goes crookedly wide. Oh, yeah. Likad does well here to be, to put the cross in. Jackson Martinez should have scored. Absolutely should have scored. It's a nice ball from Likad. Oh, block is beat. All he has to do is put this in the direction of the goal. Instead, he puts it wide. Fortunate uh, bounce there for Benfica in this historic match. And just goes to show, you know, over time you remember matches a certain way and then you go to watch them and you realize just a few small differences and it could have been could have gone the other way. But Artur Suarez blows for halftime. So my voice is going to take a break as well. Going to get some water for it and uh, take a quick break. All right. We're going to play an ad just to help pay the bills here. And on the other side, we'll be back with the second half. All right. This is Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike Agustinu. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. And on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. Be right back after this break. It's halftime. Benfica 1, Porto nil. The goal scored by Rodrigo.
And welcome back to this old school Benfica watch along, Mr. Benfica episode 45, before we move to the second half. All right, let's look back at some stats from the first half. And um, this is all courtesy of BTV, so this is what they showed at the end of the video. Shots for the first half, three for Benfica, three for Porto. Uh, shots on goal, one each for each team. Fouls, Benfica 10, Porto 9. Corners, Benfica 3, Porto 1. Offside, Benfica 2, Porto 0. Porto not called offside at all in that first half. Possession, Benfica 46% to Porto's 54%. And we all know what I think about the possession stat. And naturally... Porto's going to have more of the possession. They went down early. When you go down early, that's typically what happens. Benfica, we're going to allow them to have the ball a little bit. Uh, but Benfica really forced them to do a lot of their play and a lot of their possession um, in their back half. Of course, a lot of that was, was Otamendi and Mangala passing to each other back and forth because nobody was open before they would knock one along. All right. Now let's click on the link for uh, the second half. It's in the show notes. If you haven't already, I'll give you a moment to go ahead and do that. All right. And once you do that, let's go ahead and let's press play in three, two, one, play. And we're back to the same BTV open as we saw at the beginning of the video. And here's a highlight of of the goal. Markovic with the, the, the pass. And Rodrigo with the finish. Brought the Stadio de Luz completely to delirium as, um, as Rodrigo puts the ball by Elton. And absolute pandemonium in the Stadio de Luz. George Jesus looks on pleased. He's pumped. And they're pointing to the sky, remembering Osebio, of course. And we come back and we see the graphic there. Benfica 1, Porto 0. Porto are on the pitch already. There's Lucho wearing the captain's armband for Porto. Benfica's in the tunnel waiting for everybody. Luizão's going to lead them out to the second half now. And there they go. There's Elton. There's Rodrigo coming out. <clears throat> we see Lucho again. <clears throat> and not much going on. We see we see Jackson Martinez right there. There is Markovic. As we get ready, Artur Suarezi is sharing a word with Enzo Perez. Wonder what language they're speaking in. There's Eduardo. There's Luis Felipe Vieira. The referee looks ready to get started. We hear the SLB, SLB, SLB ring out. As Lima looks ready to put the ball into play. Referee looks at his watch, sets it, and blows the whistle. The second half is underway. Here's Luizon to Maxi. Maxi to Markovic, and he's nailed. Porto starting the second half with the way they like to, setting the tone with some hacking. This time it's Alexandru and Lucho, a double team, a little bit of a sandwich. Fika's got the ball, though. 
And Koreshma is warming up. We see Ricardo Koreshma get up and get ready here in one of his stints with Porto. I don't remember. I did not remember that I should say that he was with Porto at this time. I remember him returning to Porto. I didn't realize it was quite this early. As we see Carlos Eduardo there heading it after the whistle. Luizão is going to hit the free kick. Is What's he going to do? He's going to play it short to Enzo. Enzo finds Garay. Garay wide to Cicada. Cicada to Markovic. Markovic keeps it on his left foot. Keeps the defender on his back. And he is fouled. I'm sorry. That's, that's Garay. That's not Markovic. That is Garay. And he is fouled by Danilo. As Danilo's got his hands all over his back and then looks surprised that there's a foul. Free kick for Benfica. Gaetan is going to take it. And Gaetan is going to play it into the box. Oh. Rodrigo not able to get on the end of it. It goes out over the end line for the goal kick. And... It's a good good ball, but Rodrigo unable to handle it. Georges Jesus is off his feet. Here's Enzo. Luizão. Looked like a foul. No call. Otamendi. Otamendi to Danilo. Danilo. Still Danilo. Varela. Otamendi. Mengala. Mingala two is that Alexandru Alexandru Lika Lika the Jackson Jackson goes down and of course what a shock to everyone's amazement Artur Suarez calls a foul in favor of Puerto Lika finds Jackson Jackson then is he is nudged a little bit in the back by Rodrigo but. The problem is that, that that's completely inconsistent. The, at the other end, they're not calling it. Uh, Suarez Diaz is not calling that against Porto, and then he's calling it against Benfica. And then they're having conversations, and he's making motions with his hands as if he's calling a, a game down the middle or something. You know, Porto ready to take a free kick here. We'll see who sets it up. Lucho's around the ball. And Suarezia says wait to wait for the whistle as he's going to back the wall up. He's going to pace off the steps. And we're going to see here. There is Carlos Eduardo. Oblak setting up his wall. Jan Oblak, Slovenian inter Slovakian international, excuse me. 19.1 meters on this on this uh, free kick. Is it going to be Eduardo? Is it going to be Lucho? Let's see. This is very, very dangerous. Right at Oblak. Nice save by Oblak. Wall did its job. Forced forced Eduardo to put the ball right where Oblak can see it. And Oblak takes a step to his left and catches. Here's Lima. Lima and Alexandru fighting it out. And it is a foul against Lima. Alexandru wins the foul. Free kick to Porto. And 
And Lima does get his hands up. He does pull down the Brazilian left back. The refer the crowd is whistling. Not sure what's going on. Is it maybe because Elton's taking a free kick? That, like I said, Elton gets near the ball, but if you can have a chance. So let's send it down, and here's Elton again. As he's going to look around right now, Elton is looking for an option. Of course, he's going to go long. Takes another short touch. Oh, and he does go to his center back. It's Fernando, actually, the center mid, who drops between the center backs to get this ball. Danilo plays it down the line, but it goes out of play. Throw in to Benfica. No, throw in to Port. Okay. Here's Mangala. Wow. Mangala gives it. Nice little heel flick there. Lika. Back to Alexandru. Alexandru's having a pretty good game here. His cross, though, goes all the way over everyone's head and out the far sideline. Throw in for Befica. Paulo Fonseca looks distressed. Not sure he made it through the end of this season, to be honest with you. As I've got... Uh, all right, five minutes into the half. Here comes Cicada. And Koreshman's ready to come in, but there's a nice ball over the top. Here's Gaetan. Gaetan to Markovic. Markovic on his right foot has a shot. This time Elton comes up with the save. Almost the same exact play as on the goal, just the other way around. And this time it was Markovic with it, and he went on his less preferred right foot, fired it, and this time Elton kept it out. Got a small deflection there from Alexandru. But Rodrigo did really well to play in his teammate there. I had said Gaetan. That was Rodrigo, actually. It literally was the goal just the other way around. It was the other player. It was Rodrigo setting up Markovic rather than Markovic setting up Rodrigo. But this time, Elton's there. Corner kick. Right. Ooh. Wow. That that fell. Who is that Benfica player there? That was. It was Matic. Matic gets the header. That thing goes right at what looked like a Porto hand. This should have been a penalty. It looks like. Let's see it again. It's flicked on. And oh my goodness. Absolutely horrendous. Right off his hand. Right off his hand. He looks like a goalkeeper, Mangala does on this one. And this is why we have VAR today, ladies and gentlemen. This is why Portugal has VAR. As bad as it is, things like that don't get missed. That would have been called with VAR. Or they just won't check. And there's the goal! Off of the corner kick! Goal! Easy! Ezekiel, 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 Ezekiel Garay. Never mind the penalty kick, he says. I'll just do it myself. The Argentinian international makes the Stadio de Luz explode. Corner kick taken here by Mefica. The in-swinger finds its way. Here it comes. 
and Garay is there first. A lovely in-swinger, and Garay just beats everybody. Mangala, Elton, everybody to the ball, heads it into the goal. What a goal from Garay. And there is no stopping him, and that's what you get for not calling the penalty kick, Mr. Swarzdiaz. That is what you get. Befica 2, Porto nil. 53rd minute, and Paulo Fonseca can't believe it. And he's wondering how the referee is going to do it now. How is the referee going to help them now? Somewhere, Jota Marx is having a heart attack. I hope he was that day, at least. Somewhere, he was losing his mind. Ricardo Koreshma comes into the match, replaces Lika. Somewhere, at this time, I'm sure Pitu da Costa was also having some uh, indigestion. Oh, I hope it burned. I hope it burned, Pinta Costa. Go get some Rennie. Oh, Ziadu. Go get some Rennie. Look at the Benfica fans. The sh it looks like the old Stadio de Luz in this one. Listen to the stadium. And there's a long ball again. And here we go. This time it is. That is Gaetan. Rodrigo is... Is Rodrigo again, and it's going to go out, and the throw-in's going to belong to Benfica. Oh, man, this stadium is absolutely rocking, everybody. What a nice trip down memory lane this is right now. This is just... I can just remember how huge this was. To the Saltar! To the Saltar! Oh, and there you see some more. Who is that? That's Jackson Martinez with a criminal tackle. And the tempers have gone. Porto have lost their minds. I love watching Porto absolutely lose their minds. There are a few things as wonderful. Look at this. He just shoves Moxie. Nowadays, Moxie's very good at that same exact play. Just gives him a shove. And the referee only shows a yellow card, of course, because they're Porto. Wow. Oh, little did these Portistas know this was going to be the beginning of a long run for them. A long run of looking up at the table, looking up at Sport Lisboa Benfica. That's right. He's given a throw-in. The referee is given a throw-in. Are you kidding me? Artur Swarzijs, incompetence at its best. Along with most of his colleagues. Good work there from Befica. Lots of good combination play. Markovic still has it. Matic. Oh, what is this? It's Kurejma, of course, right off the bat. And he's not going to go in the book. Of course not. No, he will. Wow. Swarzdiaz with a little bit of a rare form of courage there as he puts Koreshma in the book 13 seconds after Koreshma comes into the match. Absolutely no need to make a sliding challenge like that. He just comes in and cleans out Matic for no reason. But that's what Porto does when they're losing. 
They don't know how to handle it. They're used to having everything handed to them. And there's... Oh, and now the favor has been returned as Koreshma is nailed by Enzo. And look at these animals. Look at them lose their minds. And another card. This one's for Danilo. I love it. Look at these animals just lose their minds the first time that they get fouled in the half. Hey, he gives a yellow card for for Matic as well. A little bit of fair, uh, a little bit of comeback there. Oh, okay, so Enzo got him first on the slide, and then Matic comes in. But really, Kurejma, it's more Kurejma's follow-through catching Matic than it is a foul. Look at Fernando. Look at him lose his absolute mind. Is that what they teach them up there? And there's an easy takeaway there by Markovic. Look at, look at Alexandru. Absolute criminal challenge. Oh, Block's going to get hit and kicked in the head by by that terrorist Jackson Martinez. And of course he's he's going to be off Scott Free. He should be off the pitch already for what he's gotten away with. Completely kicks O'Block in the head. Ah, no team. I can't stand this team. This is this game is 6 years old and I'm getting pissed off watching the way they play. To this day, no, their style of play is just infuriating. It's all about physicality. It's all about, it's all about intimidation. It looks like he actually tried to avoid O'Block, but he caught him in the back of the head, jumping over him. Somehow Jackson Martinez is still in the match. How's life at Portimonense, Jackson? Huh? Porto B, as I call them. They're in the relegation zone. Maybe we'll see them go down this year. That'd be nice. Either them or Bulanis Sad, it looks like right now. Look at that crowd. Benfica fans standing on the edge. O'Block is up. He's getting up there. There's Danilo with the yellow card. I thought he already had one. Must have been somebody else there. And the referee whistles to get this thing going again. Oblock is going to take it. What do we got here? Lima's asking for it. The crowd is on its feet singing, jumping up and down. There's a flick on for... Here's Rodrigo! Rodrigo gets in behind the defense, takes a nice touch. He's one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper from the top of the area. but He beats the goalkeeper, but it just goes over. And I think perhaps the defender gets a foot on it. Let's see here. Here's a better replay. Nope, he just, he just puts it a little high. Could have easily been 3-0 right there. That's all right. Had it been 3-0, I think Porto would have turned into Canelish and we'd have had some injuries going. Can you believe that in our current edition of the Taça de Portugal, that r excuse of a football club, Canelish 2010, is, is still in the cup? Can you believe that they are still in the Portuguese cup?
They're one win away from playing Porto. Funniest thing I read was in Abala. One of the comments said that Porto better wear their home kits if they got to play Canelish because if it says if those idiots get confused, one of the Porto players is going to end up in the in the hospital. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor if you want a good a good laugh. Google, go to Google and Google world's most violent football team. Guess what you'll find? You will find Makaku Madureira's Canelish 2010. Tell me in what other country does does a supporters group start their own club and get that club to the into the Portuguese Cup and then get to play the club they support? Academic Viseu, this week we're all rooting for you. Somos todos Academic Viseu this week. Although maybe maybe Canelish will be dumb enough and injure some of their uh, beloved Portista players. But anyway, back to this match now. Tackle from Matic. Here goes Moxie. Moxie, he's got his head up. And he's tackled by... Who is that there? Lucho. Lucho Gonzalez with the tackle. Studs up, no less. A la Porto. A la Puerto. That's right. A la Puerto. Because just because they have more Portuguese in this game doesn't make them Portuguese. A la Puerto, eh? <laughs> Here comes Maxi with the throw in. Flicked on by Garay, but cleared away by Mangala. Is Maxi again? The ball was sent over to him. He can't get the cross off, but he. Puts it off, Alexandro. Should be a corner, but the referee says no. Benfica's ahead by too much, so it's a goal kick. Okay, it does come back and hit Moxie. I'll give the referee credit on that one. 63rd minute here at the Stadio de Luz in 2014. Here's Kuresma getting <laughs> serenaded as he loses it quite easily. Matic finds finds Markovic who falls. And it's Porto now with the ball breaking out. Another tackle and another tackle from Benfica. Benfica tackling everywhere. Good stuff from Benfica. Enzo can't get by and he lets it out for... That's not Enzo, that is Rodrigo. Elder's commentary in my ear threw me off there, confused me. George Zouge looks a little bit nervous there. He remember this is this is the first Benfica Porto since the Kelvin match. Yeah, so he's still waiting for something to go wrong there. Kuresma on the ball as you start to hear the whistles. He plays a nice through ball in, but O'Block is there. Well done by Yano Block to come out and collect that one. Put it out of play, out of danger. Here's Danilo. Danilo to Fernando, to Mangala. Mangala to Alexandru. Alexandru to Varela. Varela to Alexandru. Mangala. Otamendi. Danilo.
the throw-in. Goes here's Porto. Here's Ricardo Koreshma. And he's on the ground for no reason. And we got a... F Markovic is fouled. The referee's going to call it. Fernando runs right through him, up ends him. No surprise there. A little. The only surprise is that the referee called it, but... Here goes Garay. Markovic actually jumps over the tackle, but it's still a foul because he... He's impeding him from being able to run through that space. A lot of people don't realize that contact is not necessary for it to be a foul. It's a rule that not many people, or referees for that matter, really truly understand. As Paul Fonseca looks on, Alexandru throws it in. He goes to Jackson. Jackson tries to turn on Garay. There's nowhere to go. Man, he was a good center back. That that guy, I, I do miss him. This was what a team this was with Crocs. Not that, you know, our current team is is good too. Don't get me wrong. But what a loaded team we had at this time. Just look at the the stars in this in this Benfica team. This was an expensive squad here. Uh, both of these squads really were very expensive. A lot of there's a lot of payroll on the pitch right now. Luizone to take the re kick. Luizone plays it long. He's looking for Lima. It's headed away by Fernando, but cleared back to Luizone. Luizone will play it back to Oblak. Oblak will send it long in the air. It's won by Mangala, but it ends up on on Enzo. Enzo! And Enzo's going to be fouled. No, that was Gaetan, excuse me. Gaetan with a very nice spin on that one, carrying it, and he's brought down by his compatriot, Lucho Gonzalez. And Lucho Gonzalez goes into the referee's book. We got 36.6 meters from goal. Benfica with the free kick. Dead center of the pitch. Right in the center channel. Elton's asking for two in the wall. Doesn't look like anybody's listening to him. Not a single Porto player's turned facing his goalkeeper or listening to him. Enzo standing over the ball ready to take it. And it'll either be Enzo or who else will it be? Is anyone else around the ball? Let's see when the camera pans out. Nope. Enzo chips it in. Matic with the flick, but it's over. Matic beats Elton to the ball. Gets the flick, but he flicks it over the bar for a goal kick. And it's going to be a goal kick for FC Porto. FC Porto, as the English will say. And Puerto, as I say. Jackson Martinez on the ground. Is that who it is? He just had a vision into his future and found out he's going to Portimonense in a couple of years. And he's going to be fighting off relegation. Uh 
And we see some highlights of the game up to now. We see a replay of the goal from Garay while the Porto player gets collected off the pitch. Lucho's coming off. Juzue's coming in. That's right, Juzue. Whatever happened to this guy? If anybody knows, tweet it at me, at Benfica Mister, or send it to me on on Instagram, at Mr. Benfica, if you know what happened to Juzue. Louison heads it towards the right. Juzue gets a little bit of an elbow in. He's introducing himself to the match. Here's Alexandro. Otamendi. Danilo. Koreshma. And Koreshma has the ball taken from him. Nice bit of play. Cleared out by Rodrigo. Out for a throw in to Porto. It's Danilo ready to take it. And the crowd is whistling about something. Danilo throws it back to Otamendi. Otamendi to Mangala. Mangala finds Alexandru. Sorry, Alexandru now. He had received it from Carlos Eduardo. And he plays it off of Garay for a throw-in. But perhaps he went out first, it looks like. No. It hit him last. Okay. Maxi Pereira throwing it in. Let's see who he can find. Garay. Garay sends it long and high. Rodrigo tries to get on the end. There's Lima. Lima tackled. And I don't mean like in a football sense. I mean in a rugby sense by Fernando. It is Porto with the ball still. Quaresma. Otamendi. And in minute 71, it is the it is the Elzebu tribute now in the 71st minute. And you can hear them singing. Hard to tell what they're saying exactly. But there are there's Tifo being unveiled as we're told by Elder Kondutu here. And Befica have a throw in. As Koreshma is on his rear end here on the ground. Nice bit of play there by Rodrigo to flip the ball up and over. And then a good tackle by, by Garay. Putting Koreshma on the dirt. Koreshma looks a little bit frustrated. They're telling us about a Fasha Gigant, but we are yet to see it. But it is a thank you to the king. To Ozebu, the Black Panther. The Pantera Negra, as they say. Here's Alexandru. Alexandru to Jackson Martinez. Oh, sorry, that's Varela. Varela takes a... Trips over the penalty box line. Trips over the line for the penalty area and goes down expecting a call. And then Alexandru just nails Maxi instead. And Befica now with the free kick. It looks like we got a substitute ready to come in. Now they they give the official attendance 62,508. A record for that season. And um, one of the largest crowds to date at that stadium. O'Block with the ball. 
Lima flicks on for Rodrigo, unable to play him in. And here comes Koreshma. He's running at the back line. Koreshma versus Garay. Koreshma goes down also like he's tripped over the paint on the field. Benfica trying to counter, but Otamendi beats Rodrigo to the ball. Otamendi plays it to Carlos Eduardo. Give and go. Here's Carlos Eduardo, and he's going to go down again. Oh, Suarez Diaz is getting real courageous now. Danilo is going to see his second yellow card, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That's his second. Bye-bye, Danilo. Adios. Next time, don't dive in the box. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. All joking aside, I can't believe. I had forgotten this, but I can't believe that a referee in Portugal sent a Porto player off with a second yellow card for simulation. It's even marginal. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit surprised. There was a little bit of a shove there. I mean, it's enough to be a no-call. But Suarez gives the second yellow card. And, of course, Portistas are going to say that it's, that, you know, that we're being, we're being helped by the referee somehow, even though it's been Porto Calo since, since like, 1983. But that's all right. Oblak's got the ball now on his feet. We're at the, we're three quarters of the way through the match here as we are in the last quarter of an hour. 75 minutes gone by. Benfica 2, Porto nil. The ball's going to go out of play for a throw into Benfica. It's Carlos Eduardo. Gets back into position. Porto are yet to make a substitution to adjust for the red card. Enzo to Markovic, and it's a foul again against Porto. This time it is it is Eduardo again pulling down Markovic. Who do we got here? Markovic trying to turn. He can't. He's brought down by his collar. 36 meters from goal. Enzo ready to take it. You can hear the fans as Elder just goes silent and lets us listen. Good service, but it is Mangala clearing it in the air. Porto unable to come out, though. As Nico closes down Varela, and it goes off Nico for a Porto throw-in. Ball is switched all the way to the far sideline. Kurejma can't get to it. He's going to hear an earful from the Benfica fans. It's now Maxi's throwing. Wondering what George Jesus is going to do next as we hear the commentary team talk about it. That it's time for George Jesus to make one switch here. Markovic plays it to Cicada. Skeda to Gaetan. Back to Skeda. And is he going to call it? No, nothing there. As 
Skeeta does get cleaned out there by by Otamendi, but no call from Suarez. She's already sent a player off for Porto, so his his day is done as far as giving calls to Benfica, I think. Mangala, Alexandru, Fernando, Otamendi. And now it's Koreshma. Shuzuera Koreshma, that was. Still Koreshma. And Garay is there again. Oh, Maxi. That was Maxi out muscling. Out muscling Koreshma there. Garay was there in support, but it was Maxi. Messling, and he goes down afterwards. Free kick to Benfica. Foul against Ricardo Corejma. And but let me tell you, it it is difficult to tell who's who. Uh, what I'll I'll give you a little disclosure. I'm using my computer to to record this episode and I'm watching the sound levels on my computer. So I am watching this game on my phone and the small screen is not helping me right now. And that's why sometimes it's the wrong guy that I'm talking about. And I'm not I'm not announcing the right player with the ball commentating. But here we have Varela. Josué Mangala, but it's it's taken out of the air by Gaitan. Oh, that's Rodrigo, and he goes out over the advertising board. But let me tell you, watching this is, as you see the advertisement board there, I had forgotten BTV used to show English Premier League matches, but it's advertising Liverpool versus Fulham. Here comes Jardel. We see him getting ready. I think he's the only one still in the team out of these guys. Pretty sure that uh, Andre Almeida is on the bench as well for this one. Markovic is fighting there with Koreshma. Goes out off Markovic as we hear one of the Petardus blow up as uh, Benfica. Oh, Josue just nails Matic. No call. Corner kick as Josue is getting hit with red, with some red. Uh, it's the Tifo cards from earlier, from the beginning of the match. They're raining on on the Porto player there. So here's Carlos uh, Eduardo with the with the corner kick. Koreshma tries to get on the end of it, and he can't. It's Benfica with the counter. Here goes Gaetan. Nope. And it was that Fernando there that... Oh, here we go. Looks like Fernando pushes over Gaetan. Quick restart by Porto. Otamendi to Alexandro. Koreshma. Alexandro plays it into space. And it's going to be easy for Jan Oblak to pick that up. 81st minute here. 
Ruben Amorin, the current Braga manager, is re getting ready to come in for Benfica. Porto Hope was seeing a, a replay. Oh, it Porto's looking for a handball on Rodrigo, but that um, is much less of a handball than the one on Mangala much earlier. And there's Koreshma taking a dive, we see there, uh, from the slightest nudge from Garay. Elton's got the ball now as the camera comes back to the live feed. Alexandru. Josue Alexandru. He's looking for a teammate. Carlos Eduardo. Fernando. Mangala. Back to Elton. Elton. Is gonna send it long. And we have an offside. It's not an offside, it's a dangerous play as as Josue came in with his studs showing. And here comes Jardel. He's ready to come in. He's going to replace Garay. Garay's injured. And you know what? I remember this. I heard this part on Antenna Tr Training had ended. Because I remember I heard this substitution on Antenna Oom. And at the time, it was rumored that Garay was on his way to Manchester United. And and this, this ovation he's getting right now is... It is, it is Befica fans... Worried that he is on his way out of the club. As Jardel comes on for Garay. And he co in comes, comes Jardel. But I do remember... I do remember that, that specific substitution. And I remember Nuno Mach saying it might be the last time we see Garay in a Benfica uniform. Because at that time... Manchester United were were very interested in securing him as a future a central defender. It didn't happen, but this will be the end. What we're going to see here as we see Pinta Costa, Moser sitting one row in front of him, interesting enough. There's Koreshma. The substitution we're about to see is going to be Matic leaving the pitch as a Benfica player for the final time. That's right. Nemanja Matic, who today plays at Manchester United. He would leave after this match to join Chelsea. And Gaetan it loses it there, but Ruben Amorim is set to come in. Fernando finds Jackson. Jackson finds Varela. Koreshma. Cross from Kurejma. Louis Zou heads it away. Enzo keeps control of it. And then we have a foul here against Carlos Eduardo for pushing over. Pushing over Enzo Perez. And it's going to be Rodrigo coming out here. Rodrigo is going to be replaced by... Who is it? 
He's the goal scorer of the first goal as we see the replay here. Now, Ruben Amorim comes on and replaces Rodrigo. So maybe I'm uh, clearly I'm misremembering because I rem I thought I remembered Matic being being subbed off and saying goodbye to the Benfica fans, but perhaps I'm misremembering that. We'll have to wait and see how this plays out in the final five minutes here. 85th minute. Here's Varela down the right flank. Varela looking for something in the box. He doesn't see anybody. He forces the cross, and it's all block. All block comes out and, and easily collects it. Not a good cross at all from Varela. Portuguese international. All block with the drop kick. Sends it about three quarters of the pitch. Benfica trying to control it. Human Amorim is, is disarmed by Josué. It's a tackle. And Jardel gets to the loose ball before Josué and clears it out with the sliding tackle. Alexandro. Carlos Eduardo, sorry. The 26 and the 20 look identical to me as I'm watching this. That's why I keep confusing Carlos Eduardo and Alexandro. And we have the ball here on Benfica. Enzo. No, Gaetan. Gaetan. Talima. Gaetan. Skeda. And here's the Olays. The Toirada has begun. Oh, block. Oh. Kicks it to Porto there. <laughs> In the midst of the Olezo blocks, long ball goes right to Porto. Glorioso SLB is the chant now. <clears throat> As Markovic is taken down by Fernando. Please excuse me clearing my throat there. It's been a long episode and <laughs> these are a little bit tough to do. I, I have so much respect for the play-by-play -play commentators that can go through the entire match. Especially the pay-by-play. -play. The color guys get to stop. But the play-by-play -play -play guys really start to... Uh, they really put in their work. And I, it's amazing that they can keep their, their voice going the whole match. Another yellow card shown for Porto. As uh, Suarez Diaz is making up for all the cards he didn't give out. This one to Fernando. The red scarves are waving in the stadium. The Benfica fans know they've won this one now. We're in the 88th minute. But they want another. As it's now on Gaetan. Hubenamuri on it now. He loses it to Varela. But then Varela tries to send it. And it's blocked by Gaetan. Gaetan putting in good work in this matchup, huh? What a good match for Gaetan. Good player he was at this time in his career. Here's Carlos Eduardo. He's also got a very high work rate. I think I don't remember that 
player at all, like I'm saying, Carlos Eduardo, but he put in a good match for Porto. Markovic and Koreshma stare each other down. The referee gives the free kick to Porto, but Koreshma is pulling on Markovic's shorts. He gets the call, but he's pulling on the shorts also. And he's sticking his tongue out at Markovic as the free kick goes into the area and Jackson heads it way over the bar. No danger for O'Block. It was actually Mangala who got on it, not Jackson Martinez, as the replay shows. O'Block is going to take the free kick as we are in the final seconds of the 90 minutes here. The 90th minute is on. We're in stoppage time now. Three minutes to play, plus three. As Benfica are going to see this one out, obviously, because it is six years later, and we, we know Benfica won this match. But here's Elton with the ball. Elton is looking for someone to kick it to, but he hasn't been able to do that all game, so naturally he'll do the only thing he knows how to do, which is to kick it long. Jackson with the flick. On to Varela. Varela down the right flank. Got two Benfica defenders with him. Nice give and go, though. But the cross is, is poor, and O'Block punches it out. Oh! As that ball was, was bouncing around, Skeda clears it, but Josué comes in, studs up at the same time, and nails him. He comes in with his foot way up. Studs go right through Cicada's ankle. No, There's a call from the referee, but it looks like no disciplinary action. Unless we're going to get the graphic now that tells us there was. But the Glorioso SLB is loud and clear in the stadium here as everyone's on their feet. All the scarves are waving. And Porto has caught Benfica and and passed them in the fouls in the fouls category. Twenty-five to nineteen as the graphic just showed us. And here's Otamendi, Fernando. Diagonal to Quaresma. Quaresma on the on the far sideline. And he goes down again. As he after giving it to Alexandru. Markovic. Into Hubenamuri. Hubenamuri with a nice switch. Gaitan. Here's Enzo. Oh, in a tackle. S saves a goal. No, he's going to give it. It didn't look like a foul, actually. I'm going to be honest. It didn't look like a foul on. Was that Mangala? Let's see the replay here. Uh, it is Mangala running in. Stopping the breakaway that Enzo had. And he got ball. Well, okay. So he gets a little bit of the... He does get he does get Enzo. But he's going to just give a yellow card. Swatch the edge, that is. He gives a yellow to Enzo. But according to the commentators, it's for something before... It's for something before. And he gives a... 
and then we got a, a drop ball. What what did he call there? The yellow card went to Enzo. And then we got a drop ball at the spot of the tackle. Not sure what he called here. No idea what that was. It looked like he called a foul. Maybe he didn't, but he gives Enzo a yellow card and then calls gives a drop ball. Not sure what that was, but the three minutes have come and gone. It's time for the final whistle. He's telling Befica to on with it. Gaetan takes a left-footed effort from the touchline but puts it over. As Elton's going to take the free kick, but the result is done and dusted. He knows it. You can see from the look on his face that he knows this one is over. And and we're told by Elton, by Elder Kundutu, that Pefica will win for the first time since 2009 over Porto in the league. Jorge Jesus' arms are in the air. Benfica win 2 0. There is Luis Felipe Vieira. He's happy. Quaresma's going to taunt the fans. He's going to give his jersey to somebody. There's a fan there who asked for his jersey. Paul Fonseca will greet Jorge Jesus. There you see Fernando and Matic. They would be. <laughs> they're about to become competitors in the Premier League in, in a matter of months. And that is it. Then we see the closing graphics. And that is the day of 11 Ozebuge. That's right. That's the end of the 11 Ozebuge. This has been episode 45 of Mr. Befica. I am the Mr. Mike Agustinu. You can find me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. Um, feedback always welcome, of course, as I hope you you all like this. Um, this is a different format, and I do understand this isn't for everybody. These are long episodes, and I'm not sure if anyone actually watches along or if you just listen to me. Um, either way, I do appreciate the support, as always. Going to be a ton of comment a ton of content excuse me coming out in the next couple days because i am on a semi vacation this week i have some time off I'm hoping to put together a number of episodes in that time we'll see one day at a time here but we got our regular you know basic review of of course the league match at the past weekend plus we got a women's match to review this week i got a basketball game to review and we got a futsal match to review this week as well. So keep it tuned here to this channel, to this stream. Keep your eyes on Mr. Benfica. There's a lot of stuff coming. But this is going to do it for episode 45. Thank you for joining me. I am, of course, your host, the Mr. Mike Agustinu. And this has been Mr. Benfica. This has been Old School Watch Along number two here on the Parking the Bus PTB Podcast Network. I'm going to send you away with Sir Benfiquista. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane. I hope you've enjoyed this trip back to 2014. Viva Benfica. Kajega Benfica. Viva Zebu. Long live the king. Benfica. Winners on that night. 2-0 over Porto. January 12th, 2014. Take it easy, everyone.
חגה בייפיקה. Benfica 
Vai pegar 